Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Thursday, August the 19th, 2021. My name is Stephen Cornegay, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day is hiatus, which means a period when something is suspended. Hiatus. I hope everyone will enjoy their Wednesday, I'm sorry, their Thursday, end of the work week. It is upon us. Uh, As for North Carolina and this weather, we've been having some pretty mild temperatures, although the temperature is expected to get back up into the 90s today. We've been experiencing some 80s. Uh, That's largely in part due to that tropical depression. We had some rain, um, especially in the western part of North Carolina, the mountains. Man, uh, one place in particular, Haywood County, they've been hit pretty hard with flooding. And it looks like some Department of Transportation workers from this part of the state are on their way there to help with uh, the roads. A lot of the roads and bridges have been swept away because of flooding. I mean, this tropical depression, it dumped a lot. It came right up and and just hovered over the western mountains, the western part of the state. So, man, they, they are getting hit hard. Uh, also, another tropical depression is coming. They're expecting some rain. And uh, along the coastline, they're saying there may be dangers of rip current. It's not expected to come in, but it's just, I guess you would say, brush the shoreline or coastline of North Carolina. And actually, it's moving up. The way they're saying it's moving up, they're predicting it may go inland towards um, the upper half of the eastern United States. And I believe that's around Maine some parts of New York or, or New Hampshire or whatever, having, uh, they haven't had a hurricane or a tropical depression. Usually doesn't get that far up. It just usually dies out. So that's that's most definitely going to be uh, rare for them. Uh, I hope they don't get caught like uh, the western part of North Carolina has. Man, it, it is pretty dire out there. Something in the western part of North Carolina, they don't see too much of rain like this. But, you know, it's hurricane season. The summer, it, it it could go either way. It could go, just go either way, and uh, of course we all know about about Haiti and and it's uh, I believe it was Grace that came through right after the earthquake, and of course they're still doing evacuations or, or looking for search and recovery, or whatever. Um, the numbers, the death toll is up, which was expected. Just uh, continue to pray, pray for everybody. We we've been having. A summer of, of natural disasters because the wildfires out west in California, man, they're still going and it's going strong. I mean, it's it's jumping around like a ping pong ball, man, if I could say that. And I'm not making light of the situation. It's dire out there also. It's scorching the land. Like I said, we've been having a summer of uh, natural disasters. I mean, you say it's due to climate change. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I won't go that far. It's just nature. Every so often, however many years, this is what nature does. This It it, it just is. So the climate change debate, I, I don't know, could be. And, and I'm not saying that it couldn't be. I, I would be a total fool if I said that we as humans haven't uh, helped this along somewhat. But things we do for progress, what have you. But, man, just pray. Pray for everyone. 
also, uh, wow, I woke up to this this morning and I was like, sweet Jesus, Lord. Uh, five people have been shot in Durham last night. One is dead. Now, these shootings happened within half a mile from each other on the uh, south side of Durham. Um, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I think a lot of people are po- uh, quite possibly and rightfully so uh, rethinking that defund the police campaign. Like I've always said, and like many have always said, can't defund the police. Not now, because we as a society or we as a community, we haven't we've allowed this problem to fester for so long. And and, and yeah, we are fed up. But defunding the police now? No, it's not an option, not a viable, a viable option. I, I certainly understand the, the mindset or 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 what have you, not every call calls for armed police. So that's the reason why Durham is going to that unarmed crisis and intervention specialist or whatever, or what have you, wherever they term it. I, I understand that, but uh, to totally just defund, take jobs away, move people around or whatever, or what have you, retrain them. Yeah, I kind of get it. And then I kind of don't because defunding the police ain't an option now. Five people shot. And, and, and the most that were shot, I believe it was three in a, a housing project here, which is, you know, of course, known for it. Does that more often than not? That's what they do. Uh, apparently, it was a drive-by. Uh, evidence markers littered the street. Uh, there's a lot of kids that live in this housing community. A lot of families. Uh, I've often said it is it, is. I won't say sad, but it's amazing how 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 they have to live through this all night. Every day, the gunshots and hitting the floor, just like a, a lot of cities here in the United States. Yeah, that that this gun violence is is, I won't say it's gotten out of hand. It's been out of hand, but like I said, we've allowed it to fester for so long. Now, just now, now now we're we're, we're fed up. Not saying it's too late, but yeah, defunding the police. No, that's not an option. All right, let's move along here. Um, the COVID booster shots are saying, they're saying the CDC and FDA said uh, eligible people will be, uh, or eligible vaccinated people will be eligible uh, starting September the 20th, my birthday. <laughs> How convenient. Yeah, my birthday's on September the 20th. But uh, it's going to be booster shots for the Moderna and Pfizer vaccinations as well as the Johnson Johnson single dose, although Johnson Johnson has came out and said they're still gathering data. What they're saying, the, these booster shots are or are needed for, uh, of course, your healthcare providers, your nursing home workers, uh, seniors, uh, or people with uh, existing conditions, health conditions that, that may leave their immune system exposed. So they're, they're saying they're going to give booster shots out. Wow. And also, uh, well, we all know school's starting back next week here in North Carolina. Some places have already started. And, of course, a lot of counties, a lot of school districts are going to that uh, the mask mandates again. Saying the kids have to be in masks. It is what it is. It, it, it just is. Uh, at least they're back in school. And there are some school districts or one or two here in North Carolina that hasn't came up with mask mandates. So they're not going back to it. A lot of parents on both sides, some are, are screaming and crying victory and some are screaming and crying foul. No way. Can't send the kids back without fa- face mask on. Understand that or wholeheartedly. Just do. Um, 
for me, I'm glad to see they're going back to school finally. Uh, the face mask, yeah, I'm glad about that also. And, and it's certainly, a, it's, I don't see it as, as trampling over uh, on anyone's right to make a decision. But when you have something like this, this, this COVID and this Delta variant is, it has ramped back up and they're saying there, if they don't get this under control, they're saying that there's going to be more variants, more things are going to, uh, they're going to spawn off. Of course, mutate. That's what the Delta variant did. It mutated from the original COVID. And they already said they, they found one or two more in a few cases here in the United States of different variants of these, uh, of this COVID. So, yeah, they have to get this under control mask, of course. Uh, I just uh, I, I just think that sending the kids back to school without face mask, that's not a good idea. It's not a viable option, in my opinion. We know it's here. We know how it spreads. We know how this thing jumps around. You got to put them. They, they, got, they got to have face mask. They just did. And, and parents just just watch your kids. Uh, there has been a report that came out of of a, a parent, and and this is, I just don't understand it. Apparently, a parent knew that their child had COVID or had tested positive for COVID, and they sent them to sent them to school anyway, and and quite possibly expose uh, the kids in the classroom and other kids outside of the classroom. The whole school may be exposed. I just don't understand the reasoning for for that. Why anyone would do that? If you knew, you knew that your child had COVID. Why would you send them to school? Uh, maybe didn't have a babysitter uh, or something. I, I I don't know. I know a lot of people are, are under the strain with COVID, as as it relates, especially parents and and their kids, and they're they're having to continue to work. But that there that no. I just don't understand why anyone would send their child to school and quite possibly expose everyone to this virus. That's that's beyond me. It just is. All right. Let's go get it. The elephant in the room. Afghanistan. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. You know, uh, uh, the United States has spent 20 years in Afghanistan. Over a trillion dollars has been spent there. A trillion. And that's trillion with a T. And, man, it's just erupted into complete and utter chaos. But this was known. This was known. That, I mean, this is, we knew this was, was going to happen. The Taliban made no, made no quarrels about it. They told you. As soon as you guys start to pull out or we feel you pulled out, we're taking back our country. Now, there still are 4,500 4, troops still there, but they're mainly uh, there for um, evacuation. That's evacuation of U.S. embassy em employees and, and, and those interpreters that help during this 20-year war. 20 years. Now, of course, we, we've been there for 20 years. But I know a lot of people may not remember, but doing all of this that's, that's going on, they're talking about it. I can remember when the U.S. first went or first thought of the idea of going, I should say, let's backtrack a little bit. The first, when the U.S. first announced that they were quite possibly going into Afghanistan, looking for Osama bin Laden, by the way. And I, I remember 
and, and I think a lot of people when they sit back and think around my age, maybe a little younger, uh, kids, my, like I said, it's been there. We've been there for 20 years. Uh, my kids, my oldest two sons, they may not remember because they're 18 and 19. Of course they don't remember. They don't remember. Uh, this war is just something they were born into and just grew with. But I can remember when the U.S. first announced that they were quite possibly going to Afghanistan. They were told flat out, don't. Do not put troops on the ground. If you're going to get Osama bin Laden, sp- send your special ops teams in or your, your little troop for cover fire. Send them in, but do not put troops on the ground to fight a war in Afghanistan. They were, we were flat out told it's unwinnable. You will not win this war. If you want Osama bin Laden, go in and get him. Do what you got to do. But the U.S. decided to put troops on the ground and, and wage an all-out war to dismember and disband the Taliban, which for a while it looked like that's what they were doing. But hey, I guess the Taliban were just playing possum. We're landing wait, waiting for this day. Now, the final day of troop withdrawal was uh, is supposed to happen at the end of this month, August, but they extended it, I think, to the 10th. But there, at this point in time, this has turned into just a mess. A lot of people are blaming Joe Biden, President Biden, they're saying, hey, he didn't have a clear plan to withdraw. Didn't have a step down. They call it a step down plan where you withdraw a certain amount of, of troops and, 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 and personnel. But my thing with that is truthfully and honestly, I'm not a big Joe Biden fa- fan, by the way, by the way, I'm just I, I'm just not. That's just me. But you, you got to think to yourself, man, there was really no good way to get out of there. Because like I said, you were told, you were warned. There have been many other nations that have tried to go in, into Afghanistan to uh, fight the Taliban also. I believe Russia was one of them. But now Russia Russia seems like an ally of, of the Taliban. And we're going to talk about that also. Because if you think to yourself, when you first heard of, of this, of the Taliban coming back and taking control of the country, and you heard the, the story of uh the Afghan soldiers just throwing their weapons down and surrendering to the Taliban. I want you to think for a minute. Like I said, the U.S. has spent trillions of dollars there. Of those trillions of dollars, you have to say, well, what did they spend it on? Here's what they spent it on. They spent it on heavy-duty military equipment. And that's your, your, your weaponry. Heavy-duty weaponry was spent there not only spent there, but was left there. Your tanks, your missiles, your aircraft. I believe they said under the U.S. guidance, in addition to training the foot soldiers, they created an air force. So you have planes there, helos there, helicopters. All of this was left. Couldn't take it back because he gave it to them to help train them to fight the Taliban. And then the Afghan soldiers, they just threw their weapons down or whatever and surrendered. So what do you think happened to that weaponry? Taliban picked it up, wouldn't you? What do you think? They were just going to leave it there in the desert, in the mountains, just the, the rot, dry rot and, and rust? No. They picked it up. They're using it. They're training with it. Like I said, Russia is an ally of the Taliban. They, they just are. 
I don't care what political way or how you put it. They just are. And like I said, uh, Russia was part of one of the ones that, that said, hey, don't go there. You can't win a war there. You just can't. The terrain is horrible. The people are very resistant. So my thing, my question, another question I have is, is the Taliban really that big and bad that the people won't fight for themselves? Because something else that something else that has came out also. And it shows, like I said, they just threw their weapons down and surrendered. And with all of this stuff still left over there, all these weapons still left, left over there, the trillions of dollars that the United States has spent there on this weaponry and this training is now literally in the hands, not just in the hands of the Taliban, but Russia and China. Because they are allies. They support the Taliban. They just do. Many people say, well, they don't really. Yes, they do. Yeah, they do. So now you have all of this weaponry just sitting there waiting. So if you're thinking, if you're if you're of that mindset that says the U.S. needs to send more troops, that uh, no, 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 there'll be another war. And if you have that mindset, you're saying, well, he didn't have uh, President Biden and his team didn't have a clear withdrawal or exit strategy. Uh, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. But how do you? come up with an exit strategy for that. You left the country or you were leaving the country in the hands of its citizens that you trained for 20 years. They weren't just fighting. They were training these soldiers and and created an air force off the U.S. tax dollars. They just did. And and also, it's not funny, but it is kind of ironic. The Afghan president fled uh, Sunday. He left the country. He said he left the country because he was told by uh, his U.S. Uh, or Western allies. And that, is, that just doesn't mean the U.S. Uh, the, all the allies told him, hey, leave to prevent bloodshed. Because he was saying, hey, I was going to stay and fight. But he was advised, strongly advised to leave. So he left. He's in the uh, Arab Emirates, I believe. And they also said he fled with some money. He, he denied. But he left. And, and just like I said earlier in the week when I told you about that, uh, he was going to be assassinated. He was not a friend of the Taliban. The Taliban didn't like him. He didn't like the Taliban. Now, the, <laughs> the Taliban has came out, and this is this is this is what you the U.S. was warned about twenty years ago. Taliban came out and said, you know, one of the things that came out was uh, the women. If you know uh, Sharia law, which is an Islamic law, the women have to wear the um, the headwear. They have to cover their face, not just their head. They uh, the the rights of women over there that they they don't have any rights. Let's just be honest with each other. They just don't. They were getting rights when the U.S. came in and and tried to introduce introduce democracy. So much so they had beauty salons over there. That was surprising when I saw that on the news. I was like, well, what in the world? They had beauty salons over there. Women were starting to uh, uh, starting to show their face, starting to uh, not wear the headwear starting to wear makeup. And if you know anything about Islamic Sharia law, that's a big no-no. So the Taliban came out and said, yes, women will have rights, you know, in addition to us taking over the government, but we are not, are not having a democracy. We're going to continue with Sharia Islamic law. And the women will have rights. Uh, If you know anything about Islamic Sharia law, that means a return back to what once was 20 years ago. So however, um, 
there's really no rights for women over there. Hell, they still stone women, still stone people to death over there. They just do. And, he, and, and also when the leader for the Taliban came out and said that <laughs> this I found ironic as to why he would bring this up. He said that the, the country would no longer be producing the poppy seed fields, that opium, uh, whatever you call it, which heroin, pretty much, said they would no longer be uh, producing that. They were going to get rid of that, those poppy seed fields, those poppy fields. I don't think so. I, don't, I just don't. I, I just don't. And, and <laughs> I just, this whole thing is a mess. Now the U.S. is still trying to evacuate the uh, diplomats and interpreters. But they have, they, 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 trying to get everyone out has proved to be a daunting task, whether you have 4,500 troops still there or not. And I'm sure we also have heard this, the story or seen the video of those people running beside that Air Force plane, that uh, cargo jet. And when they finally got uh, lifted off or wherever and they got to where they were, they noticed they were having problems putting their landing gear down. And when they did, they went in and they found human remains. Wow. Sweet Jesus. It is a humanitarian crisis, which I, I mean, I, I saw it coming. Like I said, the people are trying to get the, 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 the staging point is, uh, of course, the airport in Kabul and, 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 and the, of course, the residents, those trying to flee the country outright or are swarming that airport. Taliban is letting some of them in, some of them they're not. They started already picking apart who they want to let go and who they want to stay because they want to deal with them under Islamic Sharia law. No democracy. Now, under Islamic Sharia law, they're the, they're the judge and executioner. What they have on the books is what they have on the books. There's no debate. You don't get a defense attorney. <laughs> you just don't. Uh, that's Islamic Sharia law. Whatever you've been accused of, and if, if there's enough people or that one person says is you did it, you did it, you're guilty. They bring you up, and that's that. Whatever they decide to do with you, whether they decide to imprison you, stone you, or whatever, or firing squad, I believe you still have firing squads there. And I, it's just like I often tell people, you, you think you have it bad here in the United States in comparison to other countries or other nations, you really don't. Because, like I said, uh, in, under Islamic Sharia law, there ain't no <laughs> there ain't no defense team. Whatever charges you have on you, you have on you. And, and, uh, you pretty much got to say you ain't getting away from up under it because they're going to just do it. They just are. Um, just pray for Afghanistan and all those people over there. Because like I said, when I heard that story of that uh, Air Force cargo jet and that landing gear, and when I saw that video of those people running beside that plane as it was trying to take off, or one of those planes that as it was trying to take off, I thought to myself, man, this is this is this is not ending well. And, and I got to be honest, like I said, I'm not a fan of Joe Biden, but there's really nothing he can do. How long were we really supposed to stay over there? Another 20 years? 
And as far as the drawdown that they said or that he had uh, his own military advised him that yeah, you can't leave out this way. You, you got to do it step by step. Uh, he took he took office in January and and realized he had a May first or May second start of starting the withdrawal. That was the drawdown. That was the step down. He was t- he was telling you the whole while, hey, I'm pulling them out. I'm pulling them out. It's time for the Afghans to, to, to step up and, and defend their own country, their own homeland. And it is. It's high time. You have now at your disposal, at your ready, you have over a trillion dollars that has been spent upgrading your military, creating an air force. You defend it. It's time for the United States to pull out. Whether you think they did it too fast or they were doing it too slow or they should have put more troops on the ground, that's your opinion. In my opinion, no. Get them out. 20 years is long enough. You can't win that war. There's no way in the world you can win that. Just like you were told 20 years ago when when, when we first started trying to go over there, no, don't go. Those people are very resistant. They're very resistant. You're not going to win. Many countries, many nations, many armies, many air forces have tried and they have all failed. So, like I said, the Afghan army, the Afghan people, the Afghan air force, you have the weaponry, but you're afraid to use it. Why are they afraid to use it? Is the Taliban really that big of a bully? Sharia law. Sharia law. This is what they are. That's their law. That's their religion. That's their custom. And yeah, there are some that want democracy, but there are some that say, no, thank you. We don't want it. We want to keep things just the way they are. And that's what they have gone back to. The Taliban must be that bad, must be that big and bad, because like I said, those soldiers, they drew their weapons down and surrendered. But you were trained. I think the U.S. needs to stop going around trying to be everybody's babysitter. 20 years, trillions of dollars spent. Weapons are in place. You have them at your disposal, at your ready. Maybe the Taliban is that bad. That bully. So I, I don't think that that the saying that the, the Joe Biden bout, botched this up, uh, maybe it did in some people's opinion. But not in mine. I mean, like I said, there was no way in the world that the U.S. could win this war. There just wasn't. There just isn't. There's no way the U.S. can win this war. 20 years and we, we've seen, uh, I forgot however many soldiers they said that have died. It's been a lot. It's been quite a bit. Has it been a low number? I can't see it. I don't see, I don't see the reasoning for staying there. You went, you came, you saw, you didn't conquer, but you did train. You did train them to defend themselves. Now it's time for them to step up. If you really and truthfully want to get rid of the Taliban, you have the weaponry, but you're just giving it to them. Like I said, those, those, those tanks, those, these, these tanks and helos or helicopters, these missiles, this aircraft, those things weren't cheap and you had to be trained on them. So you were trained for uh, almost 20 years. I don't think the U.S. Uh, started training them a year or so ago and then decided to leave. This was, like I said, this has been going on for 20 years. So you've been trained. Now it's time to show up. And they've chosen not to. Like I said, there's no way. I, I just don't see any feasible way. 
you can't blame uh, President Biden totally. I think he made the right decision to pull out. And, and as far as that drawdown goes, uh, it, it was it's clear and obvious that the Taliban was going to come back either way. They told you. They just did. They told you, hey, you guys go and you start your withdrawal. We're coming back. And coming back, they have. And they came back strong. Now, some of the news media is over there. Some of the female news media is, is is somewhat complaining or trying to expose the fact that that when they go into these areas that have been taken over by the Taliban, the Taliban is telling them to cover up. You're in a foreign land. You're in a foreign land with people that they will stone in prison or flat out kill their own citizens. What do you think they're going to do to you? You're just a journalist and you're a U.S. journalist, journalist and you're not liked or welcome. So the theory or the mindset of I'm going to expose them, uh, I wouldn't do that. That ain't the place to try that. It just ain't. Well, look, that's all for me this morning. Uh, all I can say is pray. Pray for everyone all across the world. Just pray. they got a lot going on, man. Well, that's all for me today. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback. Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice. So offer feedback. I won't bite. I promise you, I will not bite. We can talk. We can. We just can. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And as always... Thank you for listening. This is Stephen Carnegie for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.